Hello again, everyone, and welcome back into Moving Up the Ladder, a part of localjobnetwork.com radio. Now, here we look to aid in the success of your career or business by bringing you insightful professionals who can give you some effective tools for that success. Now, an area that's often discussed is about being assertive but not aggressive. And to talk about the differences, we have Lynn Taylor on the show. Lynn is the author of Tame Your Terrible Office Tyrant, How to Manage Childish Boss Behavior and Thrive in Your Job. And that is available at Amazon.com if you're interested. She's also a frequently quoted national workplace expert and a regular blogger at psychologytoday.com. Lynn, thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you for having me, Tim. Well, it is an intriguing topic, uh, the idea of assertive versus aggressive. Uh, Before we jump into sort of some of the details, why don't you fill our listeners a little bit on your uh, professional background and experience? Sure. You know, in my career, I've always been fascinated by how some managers lead by being diplomatic and assertive, and then others try to lead for a little while through aggression. And so I think we've all tried a little bit of both and seen what happens by trial and error. And we ultimately realize that assertiveness is the happy medium between shyness and aggression. Sure. But uh, it's been interesting to evaluate studies on the workplace. I've been doing that over 20 years, attitude by employers and employees alike. And then my work in the last 10 years has been centered around conflict resolution in the workplace and just finding that fine line between the two, I feel, can really make the difference in becoming a great leader. Oh, I think that's great. And uh, it sounds like you definitely have a feel for this and a passion for understanding some of these behaviors and, and how maybe they can benefit us and in other cases be a detriment to our success. I guess the first question that always comes up is, is there a simple way to differentiate or define assertive versus aggressive? Can you break it up in any way quickly for our listeners? Uh, well, I guess the quick answer would be that aggression is usually intimidating and forceful. Okay. And assertive is more poised in charge and just standing your ground. There's just such a fine line, though, between standing your ground and pushing the envelope. Right. <laughs> right. <you> know. Sure. <laughs> and, and that's why, you know, hopefully we can uh, shed some light on that a little bit with uh, some of what we're talking about today. Well, a piece that you had written, you talked about people admiring, you know, sort of the assertive person that can stand up for themselves. When you're talking about being able to stand up for yourself, I guess, where does that line begin? What are you really talking about that an individual should be assertive for, what they should be expressing when they're being assertive? Right. An assertive person, first of all, they have their facts together. Mm -hmm. They're pretty assured about what they're saying in a meeting or say with a boss or coworkers. So once they have the facts behind them, so much of it becomes how they do it, not what it is they're saying. Right. It's it's really all about your demeanor, I think, um, how you package your material, how you package yourself as to whether you're perceived as aggressive or not. You know, um, you can be in a meeting and say, John, you know, we don't do it that way. If you're being aggressive or if you're not and you're being assertive, you would say something like, well, John, that's a great point. I think we might look at X. So that's, that's the consummate diplomat, the assertive manager that we look at and we admire. Because as we all know, being an aggressive manager or a coworker really is counterproductive. It doesn't achieve anything long-term. Sure. Well, since you brought that up uh, on the aggressive side, what would you point to as maybe being some of the negative results of a manager or a leader being that true aggressor as we're talking about? 
Well, you know, aggression can work in the beginning because, you know, after all, you have employees that are beholden to you, but in the end, you're, you're just going to create a lot of animosity. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. I, I did a study through LinkedIn, a particular human resource group, on whether it's best to be liked feared or respected as a manager. And it was really fascinating because if anything, the uh, pendulum swung more to being liked, but it was <laughs> based on respect. In right. other words, if you were feared, you could never be respected or liked, and then you would just have nothing. Hmm. If you were liked, that's okay. But hands down, everyone agreed that respect was the key, and not just for managers, but for employees. And so I think when you look at the word respect and what that means, it ties in more with being assertive than it does aggression. Right. That was interesting. Yeah, that is fascinating. And, and to your point of uh, a sort of the, the liking versus respect versus aggressiveness, I like, I like you how you had that kind of that third one in there. Because everyone wants to be liked, let's be honest. But I mean, there are, there are some certain things that you can look at. For example, assertive means stating your case confidently, mm-hmm. listening to the opinions of others, being consistent and credible, knowing when to stop pushing and not being defensive, but also refusing to be easily shot down when you're reasonably sure you are in the know. And then another critical point is allowing other people to save face. You know, there are certain people we've all come across in the workplace where they feel they they have to be right. And uh, that's where you start to see aggression as opposed to someone who Let's people save face, give them the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. and then state your case without being a bulldozer about it. Right. So I, I actually have an acronym I'm, I'd like to use that really can delineate for people the difference between being assertive and aggressive. And, and also it helps in terms of managing others who do cross the line. Okay. So, okay, we'll go with that. It's, it's CALM, C-A-L-M, which in itself sends a message about right. what's necessary. <laughs> but the C stands for communicate. If you can communicate often, honestly, and openly with people, you're making strides in terms of being assertive, not aggressive. Mm-hmm. Secondly, the A is anticipate hmm. as best you can before problems worsen and have solutions ready. And that can really stave off a lot of conflict in the workplace. A third one, which... Uh, assertive people have under their belt instead of aggressive people is they can use levity or laugh. That's the L. And as we all, you know, levity diffuses tension with workers. And I, I also have to say that it works well with toddlers because that's <laughs> my, what my book is about, the parallel between workers and toddlers when they're under stress. Right. But all these are other parenting techniques as well, but we're all kids inside, right? So, so levity works and it breaks down those communications barriers and can stave off aggressive behavior, obviously. You can't be aggressive and also be laughing. Right. So um, <laughs> lastly, manage use positive and negative reinforcement with bosses and coworkers, and that's the diplomatic, assertive approach. Also, setting limits to bad behavior mm. and watching your own. So, you know, much as a parent manages their children, these are time-honored techniques in human nature that can separate the assertive person from the aggressive manager. Sure. Well, it is very fascinating, and I enjoy the uh, parallels between <laughs> raising a child and dealing with a toddler versus, uh, you know, some maybe not so great behavior in the office as well. I, I like that. Now, I think one question a lot of people end up having, and even if you do relate it to the the parent-child idea, is when you really do want something done by someone, 
how do you go about that in a way that you're, you know, being strong and saying, you know, I, I do need this done, but that you're not demanding them in a way that does sound like aggressiveness? Is there a, what's sort of the balance there to be able to, to be that assertive person when you want something done? That's a very great question because that separates the great employee from the average employee in the workplace. And so much of what's needed to be a great leader is having great people radar. So what, what you need to do is, is not unlike managing a toddler. It's when there's something in it for your boss or your coworker, you can usually get cooperation. So you have to think in terms of what works for them. How can I compromise? How can I tone down a rough discussion? How can I be a role model and use some of those techniques I mentioned earlier? Positive and negative reinforcement. For example, let's say your boss is being unreasonable about a great idea that you know is working, Mm -hmm. you can subtly say that, oh, did you hear about Jack in the marketing department who implemented XYZ for his staff? And it it just really turned up productivity. And, uh, you know, subtle things like that. Or if your boss is giving you unreasonable deadlines, for example, you mentioned a demanding boss, you can't fight fire with fire because we all know that fails miserably. But (laughs) you can say, you know, I'd really love to do a great job for you. I, I love my work. And, you know, this is what they call using positive bookends. Start with the very positive, mm-hmm. the positive reinforcement. And then in the middle of those bookends, you should explain what it is you're unhappy about in a diplomatic way. So the conversation would go something like, um, John, I, I just love working here and I love this XYZ project. Let's say they did something aggressive to you, like humiliated you in front of others. You could always say something like, I have to mention that it did set me back a little bit in the meeting when you mentioned such and such. Right. And then you let your boss speak. And at the end, you say, well, again, I just thank you for your time and listening to me. And, and I, I really appreciate the opportunity to chat with you on such a, an in-depth level. So, you know, no one is hurt by that because really they understand that you're trying to do the best job you can. And, and, and other times you just have to manage your boss and just say, you know, I need Let's talk about the priorities because it's kind of like when Johnny says, I want to go to the zoo. I want to have a meet my, with my playmate today. And I want to also have, go get pizza. Well, you have to tell Johnny that, um, well, which one would you like to do today? <laughs> so with an aggressive boss that expects you to work 24 seven at home at all hours, you have to kind of, you know, use prioritization and help them think it through because bosses really don't know unless you speak up and set limits. Sure. And that is an interesting point too, as far as the the speaking up, uh, where does confidence play a role in all of this in terms of maybe how one feels about themselves or their own ideas? Where does that sort of play a role when you're talking about being assertive and standing up for yourself? Yes. I think a lot of times we, we think we have to really make sure we appear confident and I think everyone in the workplace has tried to push the envelope, maybe overcompensate and go into the aggressive column. Mm -hmm. But the true confident employee is the one who can step back, listen, and wait your turn, give your challenger the opportunity to speak up and acknowledge them for their, their contributions, because that really makes you look more confident. You know, some people in the workplace feel that they must stick with their ground and repeat the same thing over and over, right. but it's really, it's really those that allow other people to weigh in that get garner the most respect as the assertive person. 
and then of course there there's that whole defensiveness thing when right. when you might be rejected or attacked and that's when your confidence level is challenged but by being open to rejection and to the opposition again you you will gain consensus because you'll look very even keeled and uh, like a compromising win-win person so is there a place then uh and of course we're speaking in theory and every situation can be different but is there a place to uh, sort of just let it go and and move past it and not necessarily step up not be that assertive person is there a time to to just pull back and move on from it completely yes you know when you have to kind of have a good gauge of the response of people as you're speaking with them real time really have your people radar up because you can be assertive about, let's say, a, a project that you feel needs to be undertaken or something needs to be changed, and you watch everyone around you, and you look at their body language, and you see their silence, and you have to look sometimes between the lines mm-hmm. and, and determine if it's time to step back. The good news is you can always step up again, but if you've gone over the edge, you, you don't have that opportunity to come back and fight for your beliefs or your projects. So sometimes it's better to take the low-key approach, and then you can always talk privately with someone and gauge where you stand. I think so much about being successful is to gauge those around us and and have our eyes and ears open. I think that's very well put, and I uh, I do appreciate all the perspectives you've given us today. I think it's uh, definitely been a valuable topic for our listeners to hear about. Uh, We are getting low on time, but I always like to give our guests the final opportunity to help us wrap up the conversation and give the listeners something to take away from this discussion, something you'd like to emphasize or that you find very important when it comes to assertiveness in the workplace. I think the final thing I would say is being assertive and being an office diplomat, as I call it, in a good way will get you far ahead in your career. Being a person that's sensitive to how you're perceived will take you to a great place in your career. And often that's knowing the difference between have I stepped over the line into aggression versus assertiveness. Right. I think that's a great place to leave us off today. And that will do it for this episode of Moving Up the Ladder here on LJN Radio. Our expert guest once again has been Lynn Taylor. She's the author of Tame Your Terrible Office Tyrant, How to Manage Childish Boss Behavior and Thrive in Your Job. Again, that is available at Amazon.com. And you can also find her as a regular blogger at psychologytoday.com. I personally love Psychology Today, so I uh, see plenty of stuff over there. I encourage you to check that out. Once again, Lynn, thanks for coming on the show and breaking down this subject with us today. Oh, thank you so much. My pleasure. And as always, we want to hear from you, the listeners, as well. If you have any thoughts on future topics for us to cover on LJN Radio, just email us at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Wishing you success in all your endeavors. I'm Tim Muma. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>